Leroy with Carries of the Cover Ministry. I want to welcome you to Carries of the Cover Ministry. I want to thank you for spending your time with us. And we've been talking about the curse of the law. And we talk excuse me, we've been talking about the curse of law, but we've been talking about redeemed from the curse. And I'm gonna read again the definition of redemption. We purchase. So that lets us know that redemption means at one time we belonged to God, but because of what Adam did, Jesus had to repurchase us so that we could be children of God the Father. Many people say uh, they're children of God, uh, but that's not true. Until you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you, you are just a creation of God. We purchase of captured goods of per prisoners. The act of procuring the deliverance of persons or things from the possession and power of captors. That is the devil and his demonic kingdom. By the payment of equivalent ransom released as the redemption of prisoners taken in war. So, no, so notice, we have been repurchased. Repurchased. We were God's children at one time. But Jesus said, you are of your father the devil to the most religious people of his time. Now, I want to read, uh, as our foundation scripture again, I want to read Galatians 3, 13 and 14, which is Galatians 3, 13. Christ has redeemed. King James says hath, but in our terms, he has. In other words, past tense. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree now being redeemed and 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 dying for us put those that will receive jesus christ as a person savior in this place that the blessing of abraham might come on the gentiles through jesus christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith so in other words jesus has done the work but are we willing to receive it or will we you know many times people i've like I said over the years has touched me i've had people say they uh, a young man i'll never forget he was a missionary he was in a wheelchair he said he believed that if he was healed which he already was he didn't because first peter 2 24 says by his stripes we were healed but he didn't have it manifested in his body where he could walk but he said he believed that if he was healed and he was walking he would not serve god the way he was serving him in the wheelchair well number one uh he could serve god a lot better being able to walk he'd been less burdened on those around him because remember Anything that comes to steal, kill, and destroy is causes dis-ease. And not only does it cause dis-ease or discomfort to you, it causes discomfort and dis-ease to your loved ones. Um, and so, and he didn't understand the love of God. God loved him before he was in that wheelchair, and God will love him the same even if he didn't serve him as he was serving him in that church. And notice this, God is a God of excellence. And none of us arrives in that place of excellence at first. But we're to go from glory to glory, faith to faith. We're supposed to, 
be go to maturity. Remember, uh, the, the, uh, the Apostle John wrote in First John. He wrote to little children. He wrote to young men. He wrote to fathers who are elders. I'm gonna read Galatians three thirteen and fourteen from the Amplified Bible. Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, doomed of the law and its condemnation, by Himself, becoming a curse for us. For it is written in the Scriptures, "Curse is." It written in the scriptures curse is everyone who hangs on a tree is crucified to the end to the end that through their receiving Jesus Christ notice that see remember that scripture says might and, and what takes the might or the if out of the picture is receiving Jesus Christ not doing a you know not not giving a certain way uh, not talking to people a certain way uh, not I'm mean, all that's part of it, not doing certain works, but receiving Jesus Christ. So without receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are not in a place of being redeemed. Remember, we read First Corinthians five twenty one, saying that him, him talking about Jesus, who knew no sin, became sins, that we could become and have right standing with God so right we're in right standing with God unless we unless we sin and then that's what first John 1 9 comes in it says know that God is faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness if we forgive him of our sin and you know I I, I know when I, I got saved there was a lot of it was amidst a lot of tradition and in those traditions, they taught how you had to go through, you know, you had to almost put on a sackcloth of ashes, how you had to just, you know, you had to wail, you had to moan, you had to beg, all these things to get forgiveness. But I remember one time uh, a guy really showed me, he showed me how he's so quick to forgive. Uh, I was ministering at a church. And at, at that time, uh, you know, we had the procedures to go through, and I always like to kind of get quiet before I, I minister. And on and coming to that church that day, it seemed like my wife just she just wanted to talk about everything up under the sun. And uh, I, I I raised my voice at her, and and then, you know, she said one part, and I said, and I was I was sitting there, I didn't I didn't sense the spirit of God uh, on me. Uh, to, to minister like I did. And then I realized that the Spirit of God didn't condemn me. He convicted me. I hadn't spoke wrong. I had spoken wrong to my wife. So I, I said, I said, I said, Father, I asked you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of speaking to my wife wrong. And I and I asked you to restore your sense and your presence and your anointing. And that the moment I get off this pulpit, I'll ask her for forgiveness. And you know what? Just like that, the Spirit of God came upon me. I sensed that anointing. I went ahead and ministered in the under the anointing, and when I got down off that pulpit, as soon as I got past all the crowd, I wouldn't ask my wife to forgive me. But see, me. So in other words, the Spirit of God took me for my word. He didn't. He didn't. He, I didn't have to go through all these these changes. Another time, this happened to me. He, another time, when the Spirit of God really showed me uh, uh, how the Jesus's heart is. Uh, my uh, this particular child of ours had done something, and I said, "Go in your room and I and close the door and stay in there until you're ready to ask me for for, to, for forgiveness." And before I could turn around, good, the child came out the door and said, "Dad, uh, forgive me. I, I apologize for what I did." Now it's it, you know in the spirit world, time is not the same as it is here. And I want to I raise my hand and to tell her you. 
Because what I wanted to say was, you go back in that room, you have not stayed in there long enough, and you stay until you thought about it, and you really uh, are ready to ask forgiveness and, and repentance. And, 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 and the Spirit of God said, what did you say to her? And in my, in my spirit, I could hear my words, go in your room, close the door, and stay, stay there until you're ready to ask me for forgiveness. And I heard all that. And then the Spirit of God, and, and, he said, and he said to me, he said, what did she do? And I thought, she went to her room, she closed the door, and she came out and asked me to forgive her. He said, well, didn't she do what you said she'd do? She did, did, didn't she go in your her room and say what you, and do what you, didn't she go in her room and do what you told her to do? And I thought, yeah. And I was almost kind of disappointed. <laughs> because, I, I, you know, it's kind of like, she did not, you know, uh, go through these changes that I have been taught and told that you have to do to get forgiveness from God. So I, I said, okay, you forgive me. That was it. So I mean, just just, just seconds almost. It, it, I doubt if it was five minutes. She went in the room, closed the door, turned right back around. I did what she told me to do. Well, see, that is the way that we are to do. And and um, I didn't write that scripture down, but there's a scripture in Colossians. It says that I can forgive like Jesus forgive. And I tell you what, that 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 uh that changed my life in the area of forgiveness. I forgive well, I'm quick, I'm quick, I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick. And let's we're gonna go back to uh, let's look at Mark again concerning forgiveness. Because I know I, I've talked to you know, I, I my wife came to me recently and she was saying uh that I needed uh, someone that she knew needed to have uh, or wanted us to talk to, and and, and I you know I do uh, actually I, I never wanted to counsel people, but to show you how the spirit of God works, he had uh, it's a great brother. He's a spirit filled, uh, spirit spirit filled tongue talking Lutheran minister. And when I was going to Bible school, I couldn't uh, for whatever reason they they dropped. I I needed this class on pastoral counseling and for whatever reason uh, they didn't schedule it or, or something came up so I couldn't take it but he told me he said you know uh, I, what I'm going to do is uh, I, I, every Friday night you come over my home and think this is a Friday night you know I mean Friday night I'm ready to chill I'm, you know we're ready to go out to eat dinner chill just have a you know, that's the beginning of the weekend. But he says, and for most people, I think it's that way. He said, come over my home, and I will personally take you through all pastoral counseling so that you can get your certificate, whatever, all that kind of paperwork. And I said, wow. And so I did that. And it was it was, it was was a, a nice period of time. But he took me, and the, I mean, I remember the, 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 the school, uh, the book that went along with, was like I mean it was like that I mean it was two three you know two three two three inches thick about pastoral counseling all the different aspects of it and but but afterwards I took it is like the spirit of God has had me I've had the opportunity to minister to people who get ready to commit suicide and you know condemn themselves all those things and those that word remember I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to that too concerning condemnation uh the scripture says there is no more condemnation. So now, what can happen is, is uh, if we are not aware of it, or what does not belong to us, 
then we can be condemned. And that's what the devil does. The scripture says, my people will perish because of lack of knowledge. Even though that's written to believers, anyone not having knowledge can be condemned or come up short. I remember we had a car. And we took the car back, and, and the people, the lady was going through, well, you got to do this, and this, this, and this. And I think the process went on. We had another either uh, another lady, but she said, you know, you don't have to pay this amount. We have a provision that if you are such a good customer, we wipe clean all that. Well, see, if the lady hadn't told me and my wife, we wouldn't have known about that provision, and we would have paid that extra money. So be it to the fact, I give you an example one time. Uh, we uh, was in, we uh, had a business, and our tax man, he didn't do some things right. We didn't know it. We end up on the federal government some money. Well, see, it was because of our lack of knowledge and his lack of knowledge, he didn't fulfill the requirements. So it's the same way in the spirit world. If you do not know what the keys the system, the combinations, the how-tos concerning spiritual laws, it will affect you. So, I, I'm, I'm gonna, let's, I'm gonna, I want you to turn to uh, Romans 8, 1 and 2. As this has to do with healing. You know, fear will make you sick. And people teach their children, I've heard people say, a little fear is good. No, no fear is good no fear i mean fear of of death is not good it's not of god fear of hot water fear of flying fear of swimming fear of dogs fear of flowers fear of worms fear of spiders fear of anything is not good to be informed is good but to be fearful is not good romans 8 1 king james bible translation there is therefore and therefore, it's because of all that Jesus has done. There is no condemnation to them which are in Christ. Jesus, who walk not after flesh, but after spirit. Almost any, 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 actually, any time we, the norm is when you sin, it has something to do with your flesh. You say something to someone you shouldn't say. You can look at someone, maybe like you shouldn't look at them. Or uh, are you act the way you pull in front of somebody at the, at the, at the, at, uh, at the mall? You knew you shouldn't have done that. You knew they was there before you. Or do you, you look at them? Or, or like people, I see people do this. You uh, have a handicap sticker for someone you you take care of your 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 mother, your someone's older, someone who has a challenge. Or you you were hurt. Uh, and you was wearing on crutches or something, and you had the the handicap sticker. Well, now your parent, the person who needs, is not there with you, or you're well, you're not on the crutches, but you still put that handicap sticker up there. You know that's not right, but you still do it. And the spirit of God is telling you, don't do that. Or here's one. I've had believers say this to me. I was blessed today. Are oh, you worried? Yes. The person at the I, I bought something. And I gave them a $5 bill, and they gave me a $20 bill. God really blessed me. That that was not right. And you know what the sad part about it? The world is so used to people doing that sort of thing. They are virtually speechless when someone 
is honest. I know one time one uh one morning I, I wanted some uh hot I wanted some hot chocolate from White Castle and I told the lady give it give it to me in a uh, in a in a in a in a the coffee cup on a bigger size and I would pay the price for it. And I took the, I put my money in a pocket. I was running it was it was dark. I was kinda didn't want to be late for work. I got to work. I, I went to put my uh change uniform and I saw the woman I had given her a five dollar bill. She had given me twenty twenty plus twenty five dollars back. Well, I took and called the lady and told told the uh, spokes the supervisor and told her that you know that I was at work, but when I came back, I would come there that evening and give her money back. And I when I got there that evening, everybody in the store knew about that, and the lady would not let me leave without giving someone money. I hear here's something else. I've talked to believers, and they um they. They just hurt my to hurt my heart to how they talk to people on the telephone. You, as a believer, we are the salt of the earth. We are to be we are to stand we're peculiar. We are to stand out from everyone in all our actions and deeds. As an individual, we should be walking and acting and talking different. As a husband, as a wife, as a son, as a daughter. We should be so different from the, the we. This this happened a couple of years ago. Uh, we was at a restaurant, and this particular waitress. I mean, she was rough. I mean, she looked like. I, I mean, she looked like she was the, the the the. You know, she ran with the hell's angels, as it were. She. I mean, she was just rough. But she gave excellent service. And uh, we used to go in. We never we never testified to her. We never told her about receiving Jesus Christ, being spirit filled, any of those things. And and it was a, a Christian convention going on, a, 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 a believers, a believers convention, and it, and it was a table. Uh, it was a mother, father, and a, a a mother, father, and a grown daughter, and they were so obnoxious to the person, and they had let you know, and you, and it was the they I, I don't know if the convention had reserved a place or whatever, but you could you, you know the lady that was waiting on she knew that they were believers. And they were just, I mean, it was terrible to her. And after they left, she said to us, she said, you know, I wish those those people were like you. Well, you know what? It, they Those believers should have been acting no way different than we should. I am a believer. And people, because I'm a believer, and they're being influenced by satanic influence, they may do things that they shouldn't do. But see, that's where... Being long-suffering, that's where being uh, like Jesus, that's where taking authority over demonic spirits who are influencing people, that's where showing the God type of love. As a, you know, ch children don't like to be around grouches. And I want you to know this. You are supposed to be so full of the love of God that without opening your mouth, the world and other believers should know there's something special about you. So, as scripture says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You know, I, I talk to people and they say I'm bound by cigarettes. Well, you know what? That spirit behind cigarettes that you has caused you to have an addiction in your body but you are free as a believer 
you are free from the total law of sin and death. As a believer, you have the right to walk in divine life. I want I want to read this is when you might I shared earlier from Smith Wigglesworth. He says, uh, uh, brother, God can make you God has made you an overcomer. When the Spirit of God comes into your body, He has transformed you. He ha will quicken you. And there is a life in the Spirit which makes you free from the law of sin and death. And there is no audacity about it. There is no personality about it. It is the personality of the deity of God in you. So in other words, it's not, oh, I'm just a bold person. Or I got it all together. As a believer... You are bold if you know. Scripture says, "Those that know their God shall do great exploits." The Scripture teaches us that we are bold. The Scripture teaches us the Apostle Paul prayed for boldness. We are to be bold. But here is the thing: boldness and confidence go hand in hand. If you know what God says, if you know what God has said, and if you have confidence in God. You will be bold. But unfortunately, too many believers don't know God. They don't know what belongs to them. You know, this is a place in God that God wants you to be. I do not pray to get in my car. I just take the keys. Put, I mean, well, actually, I don't, I don't have to. I don't, with, with modern cars, you don't have to have keys. But if, with a car, with a key, if I have to use the key, I use the key. But I just get in it. I pray. Here's a lesson. When I, whenever I get ready to leave, I don't have to ask protection for God to be with me, because He's already said, "I will never leave you, forsake you." But when I get in a car or going on a trip, uh, get ready to go walking, I say, "In the name of Jesus, angels, I give you charge in the name of Jesus to cause a supernatural force field manifestation of the 91st Psalm, 23rd Psalm, Isaiah 54, 17. And I say like Jesus says, I will go to the other side. And I say no hurt, no harm, no danger will come near me. So now I give you two two scriptures that you can have confidence in nothing will hurt you. That's the 91st Psalm, a thousand they fall on one side and 10,000 on the other. Uh, Isaiah 54, 17, the weapon formed against me shall prosper. Psalm 23, yes, even though I may go through the valley of the shadow of death, it will not. I will not be hurt. And then I say, like I say, like Jesus said. You know, Jesus said he told disciples go to the other side. And then when they they reacted in fear because of what came against them, he rebuked them and said, "Couldn't you? you why didn't you rebuke him? You could have done the same thing." So I say in the name of Jesus, I shall go and I shall return. I shall go to the other side. I shall return without any hurt, harm, and danger. And then I say, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the one that will tell me that which is come. And Jesus, I acknowledge you as the great shepherd so in other words i have claimed i have given uh in in the name of jesus i have claimed my rights to supernatural protection here's a, here's another lesson don't your uh don't tell your wife or your child to be careful the scripture says take no care tell them use wisdom see the scripture says above all things take the shield of faith and above all things use wisdom so in other words they will not 
be be careful or afraid, but they will be using wisdom in how fast to go, the distance to go, where to go, all those things. So see, once again, remember we read in Psalm, it says, forget not his promises. So I have promises. Uh, you know, and I, I shared earlier that the word salvation does not mean uh, being saved, does not just mean not going to hell. Salvation means complete, uh, look, true biblical spiritual definition of the word saved and salvation means complete deliverance protection from anything that would steal kill and destroy so god has provided salvation that you do not for example uh the doctors will tell you because of your nationality certain you must have certain things Doctors would tell you, you are of a certain age, you must have this. You, you, you have lived this way for so long, you must have this. He is telling you a fact from his perspective. But what you as a believer have a right to do is to read and hear God's perspective concerning what you deserve actually not what you deserve what well, he's already paid for you i did not deserve to be healed i do not deserve to be strong i do not deserve to have a strong a sound body i do not deserve to have a sound mind i don't desire i don't deserve to be free of sickness disease and infirmity i don't deserve that but i have a right to claim ownership to it I want to, let me read this. Do not think that God will make you a failure. God has never made man to be a failure. He made man to be a son to walk about the earth in power. So when you, uh, so when I, so when I look at you, I know there is capability that can be put into you and has been put in you, which has the capacity of controlling. This is very important. Controlling. And bringing everything that concerns me into subjection. Yes, there is the capacity of the power of God to dwell in you. To bring every evil thing under you. Till you can put your foot upon it. And be master over the flesh and the devil. To till within you there is nothing rises except uh, that which would magnify and glorify the Lord. And, and see, so so in other words, we we as a believer, you are a supernatural being. You live in a natural body, but you have supernatural ability on the inside of you that you have to release number one through words and then actions. So so uh, you have the right over anything that comes to steal kill and destroy it does not matter how old you are it does not matter your background what matters is you take upon yourself this authority and walk in it now let's go to let's remember i, I mentioned how condemnation and unforgiveness are the two things that are the two biggest hindrances into walking in divine health and receiving healing Look, let's read Matthew, uh, Matthew, 
Mark 11, 25 and 26. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have art or anything against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. Now, remember I talked about uh, the scripture in Matthew about how if we know someone has something against us to go to them if you can you know it's actually you may, you may not be able to go to them but if you can call them call to them you know and there may be someone in your past that you that you know have something against you that you don't know where they're at well ask them I mean just ask God the Father to forgive you and that is because that's all that you can do Matthew the fifth chapter looks at the 23rd and 21st verse and let's read 20, 20 uh Let's read 25 and 26. This is Matthew 5, 23. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there and there you remember that your brother has ought against you. It's not talking about it's necessarily a Christian brother, but an individual. Leave there your gift before the altar, and go your way, and first be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Or knows this. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are in the way with him. Least at any time the adversary deli deliver you to the judge. So in other words, you want to make sure everything is right between you and your fellow individual. The scripture says um, to purpose to live quietly or in, in peace with the body of Christ and individuals. And see, so here, you know, it's, it happens too many times. Husbands and wives, the scripture says, don't let the sun, it says, sin not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So, I, over the years in talking, many, I, I talk to a husband and wife, or brother Levi, we want to talk to you, uh, but I'm not talking to my husband right now. The scripture says, don't let that happen. The scripture says, give the devil no place. Remember, I talked about slipping on ice. You are in the, you know, if you watch a person, when they, if they fall on ice, it, it didn't take any effort. They just stepped and boom, they was down. That is how quick you and I should walk in forgiveness. But remember, see, salvation, actually, all the thing, all things of God have some sort of condition. You want to be born again? It takes faith and words. You want to be healed? It takes faith and words. You want to walk in love? It takes faith and words and action. So it requires... There's see, God has done His part for you to walk in divine health. God has done His part. God has done His part for you to be healed. With a, a manifestation, but God, God has done His part for you to walk in divine health. God has done His part where you are healed all the time. Turn to Matthew, turn excuse me, Hebrews eight, the six to thirteen. In the old cup, remember we read the scripture where it says these things were written for our learning, for our admonition, for our examples. Well. And it's actually, the scripture teaches that the old 
covenant is revealed in the new and the new is shown in the old we have a better covenant so if there was any sort of healing in the old covenant and and as i mentioned i mentioned about joshua excuse me caleb caleb said he was at 85 he was the strongest when he came in the desert 40 years ago and so at, at, at 45 excuse me 85 now he was just as strong as he was when he was 45 and then Moses said uh, scripture says Moses eyesight was not dim and he was strong well that tells me that we are to be we have a better covenant we should be able to be as strong or stronger than those individuals Romans Romans 8 6 to 13 but now has he jesus obtained a more excellent ministry and but how much also he is the mediator or the go-between or advocate of a better covenant which was established upon better promises so if those people had a promise for healing this scripture is telling me i have a better covenant and a covenant is stronger than a con far stronger than a con contract. But the thing about what makes our covenant so much better, the old covenant was based upon the cutting or shedding of blood of an animal. Think of it as a token, not being the real thing. But our covenant, the new covenant, is based upon the sinless blood of Jesus Christ the Son of God you know if uh, in, in years ago I remember reading and uh, uh, while I was in school taking biology and other courses uh, one of the things I, I, I really was interesting to me was that how they say the blood and this is a scripture proof while Joseph was not the father of Jesus but the blood of the mother is is not in the, the baby it's the blood of the father and and there are some there you know and they show, share some cases where there's times that the, the mother's blood is in, in the baby and the baby is called the blue baby but the norm is that the the, the, father, the child has the blood of the father so the blood that ran scriptural proof and and biblical proof natural truth the blood of jesus was the blood of god so god through his son jesus shared his blood for mankind that's how important it was mankind was so important that god shed his blood through his only son sinless son you know i used to uh i it, it makes no sense to me now i wonder why my mother used to do it, but i used to take the, the beatings my mother didn't whip she beat i took the beatings from my some of my brothers and sisters when they did wrong now i don't know why my mother beat me because it didn't teach them no lesson but she would she beat me i took their beatings i took their punishment they walk scot-free so Jesus took our punishment he took our beatings he 
took the end results of what we deserve. Now, I, I've heard people say that they've had, I don't think I've ever had uh, a person pay a bill for myself or ministry. I, I've had had people to give the ministry sums of money, but to actually go, now I, my wife and I, last year, I think it was last year, we had this happen numerous times. We were at the restaurant and we got ready to, some you know, some restaurants you paid going in and some restaurants you paid going But uh, we, uh, we, uh, we uh, went to pay the bill and the person said somebody paid for you. They, they wouldn't tell us who. But there was individuals who paid for our meal. Uh, I know I w this was funny. Uh, uh, I was we was getting ready to go home, and I wanted my wife like she liked these specialty ice creams, and I was gonna take her by there. And she she started like you not going home the right way, and and da 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 da. I said yeah, I said you better watch it. You're gonna miss your blessing. So we get to this ice cream place, and and I ordered the I, I ordered the ice cream she wanted, ordered the ice cream I wanted, and then I, I you know went to hand the lady my credit card. She says, oh, you don't have to pay for this. Someone paid for this. So I mean that is that is a natural example, but that's what Jesus did. That's what God did for us. He paid so that we don't have to be sick. We don't have to have any disease. We do not have to have any any of our inner parts fail us. All our inner parts, all our outer parts should function. The scripture says we have a right to be, it tells us to live until we are satisfied. See, the scripture teaches us our youth can be renewed like the eagle. The scripture tells us our inner man is renewed consistently and constantly. That's how God does not age. He's a spiritual being that does not age. I, sp I got born in 1978. My spirit man today is no, is not any older in the way we describe time. It's not any older than when I got born in 1978. And then the scripture tells me to build myself up. Think about this. The scripture says, in him was life and light. I like the three of In Jesus, the spirit of God, there's light, life, and love. And by praying in the spirit, I can build my life, light, and love up. And if I build that light, life, and love of God in me, it is going to increase. And the place that God wants every believer to walk is that not, you know, the woman when, when the woman talk, touched Jesus' hem of his garment, she said his virtue. Uh, in other words, the light, the the light, the love, and the life of God flowed out to him, and and in such a way it forced out that infirmity, that the demonic spirit behind it. We are to walk where the life of God in us flows out of us. And we are to walk in a place, and this is what really laying hands on is about, is that when person lays hands on you, a believer, the light, the love, and the life of God is so powerful, it, it tangibly flows out to them. 
I remember years ago we was in a correctional institution, and it was, and and it's it's, it's comical what happened because in the correctional institution you have all these you have a, just rules and regulations for anything, but it was the end of the service and I had been t I had been sharing about the Holy Spirit, and uh the Holy there is a place that we the Holy Spirit in us is supposed to be as real and and be a, and we can demonstrate Him in the earth realm on a nat natural level and it was i think it was five young ladies and we've been talking about the holy spirit and they they had not, never been in the service like our service uh it talks about signs wonders miracles healing laying on hands speaking in tongues god being present right there and i told them i, I said, aligned the five i said i want this is what i want you to do i said i'm going to lay i'm going to take each one of your hands and i am going when i touch your hands the Spirit of God is in me is going to impact you in such a way that you would tangibly, tangibly feel the Holy Spirit. So I took it and I took and grabbed each one of their hands real quick and, and, just, and held them just for a few minutes. And as I and as I did it, the Spirit of God overpowered them that they fell out from that power. And the officer came in and he saw these ladies falling down and he didn't say anything he just turned around closed the door and never said anything i want you to know the holy spirit is there right now where you are and all you need to do is acknowledge him and ask him to touch your body and to drive out any sickness any disease and infirmity father in the name of jesus i just shared with with, with those before us and listen to me what the spirit of god can do and father your word says if any two agree is touching anything it shall be so father i'm thanking you that by faith i'm standing with them to be healed from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet and now spirit of god i'm asking you to touch them and impart to them the divine life of God. I thank you. This is Brother Leroy saying once again, may you and your household increase more and more in Jesus' name.